Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuchinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, everybody, to week five of 2023. We are activespirituality.life, Pamela Cuchinell and Susan Mazzoli. And this is the week um, ending January and starting February. Zip, zip, zip. Quick, quick, quick. January the 30th, Monday. Pam's going to start with that. And then I'll be back for our meditation. Pams, how is this week looking? Well, this week looks challenging but productive to me. We're in the waxing moon cycle. As you recall, we're in the energy of that very vibrant new moon that happened uh, at the time of the Lunar New Year, the uh, Chinese Lunar New Year. And the moon is in the sign of Taurus in the wee hours of the 30th. It goes void, of course, at 12.52 a.m. And most people, certainly on the East Coast, will be asleep at that point in time. The times I gave her Eastern time. So please adjust depending on where you live. And the moon enters Gemini at 3.35 a.m. So once it enters the sign of Gemini, we are in very jazzy, productive energy. Uh, it's, it's working <clears throat> in tandem with that new moon uh, that began this waxing moon cycle. The Gemini is booking along, looking for the right partners, the people to engage in, to make things happen, to honor their commitments, to step up to tasks. And what may happen on Monday may be a little vetting. So some people don't show up as you thought they might have. Maybe the money isn't there that you thought was going to be there. Just recognize whatever this is, is most likely a temporary, well, possibly a setback, but also it could be a temporary adjustment saying, okay, this didn't work out that way, but that doesn't mean things won't work out. I mean, in my mind, it's always better to know beforehand than to start the event or journey or situation and realize, huh, what do you mean he's not coming? Huh, what do you mean we don't have the money? So with that in mind, whatever adjustment needs to be made, even if you don't know how this is going to happen, Tell yourself it's going to work out. 
I think of that old song um, that's pick yourself up and start all over again. That's that is the way to get through Monday if you get that little push or setback or unexpected thing that didn't work the way you wanted it to. And actually, what I think is very telling about a day like today is if that happens, most of the time, we absolutely expected it would. Because we knew it was a stretch that so-and-so would come through or such-and-such would happen. And what it ends up reminding us is take responsibility for your intentions, your wishes, for how you're going to make something happen. So then, once we make that adjustment, by mid-afternoon, that's pretty darn fast, by mid-afternoon, we might see, here it's coming, here's the answer, here's the way. (laughs) That almost... Well, almost by magic, serendipity, whatever you want to call it, things start to really work out the way you wanted them to work out, probably even better. And once you're in that mode, then we're booking. Then we can move through a highly productive late afternoon, evening, and really feel a lot of the connection, synergy, action that we require to pull off or make happen whatever our goals are. On Tuesday the 31st, this is a day that is, it's just a, a good day to continue to carry that momentum and go forward with the connections, people you want to meet, things you want to do, starting new things, making things happen in the way that will roll out and create. One thing to keep in mind, especially as we get into the evening, is that some things might feel a little pie in the sky or might be confusion or mixed signals or not really getting how things are going to come together. Don't overwork or overthink because especially if you're in the Eastern time zone or thereabouts, probably the most restorative or intelligent thing to do in in the later evening is to get a good night's rest. And then the next day, Wednesday, we're in a nice little productive window as we get into mm, just about pre-dawn. So early risers, or even if you're not ordinarily an early riser, but you have to get some sort of message or, or note or information out, it behooves you to wake up just a little on the early side and get that missive out before 6.58 a.m. if you didn't do it the day before. Because then what's happening, as of 6.58 a.m. on Wednesday, February 1st, 
the moon has gone void of course, and it's void of course pretty much the rest of the day. It does enter the sign of cancer at 3.11 p.m. So, yes, as of that point in time, productivity can kick in. It doesn't mean that the morning is unproductive until mid-afternoon. What it means is that you want to stay with things already in motion. It's best not to start anything new or arrange a meeting with someone that you really want to make a pitch to or uh, a new connection with. The void, of course, period of that morning to mid-afternoon is most effective for working with things that are already happening. It's absolutely fabulous for editing, purging email files, cleaning up your desktop, doing things that have to do with some form of community service or cleanup, absolutely excellent for that. Once the moon enters the sign of cancer, then many of us are going to feel more like working at home or sticking with things that keep us closer to the nest And it's also an excellent time for working with money. Now, when I say working with money, I'm not talking about financial investing because I'm not the astrologer to talk to about that sort of thing. However, it may be a very good time for you to look at that sort of thing and really weigh and consider what long-range goals are. Also, it's good to really look at your money. Where is it? Where's it going? How's it working? Budgeting, all those like incredibly painful things for many people. Nonetheless, the kind of clear-eyed looking at it can glean information that is highly productive for figuring out how you can leverage and work with what you have in a very strategic way. I would not say this was a great time to move some investments or or speculate. However, it's an excellent time to Consider what that is, long-term goals, what your strategy might be, and if this is something you do, discuss it with another person who's very savvy and has your best interests at heart. Thursday, February 2nd, Groundhog Day in bulk, is a very interesting day with this internal process that often comes with the moon in the sign of cancer. We think about what nurtures us, how to take care of ourselves, how to take care of others who we love and care about. And we also may unearth hurts or grievances or power struggles within family dynamics especially. 
Um, this can be something from the past that surfaces. It may be a present situation you're dealing with. <clears throat> and, you know, I, for one, will say, who wants to go there? <laughs> Although I've historically spent a lot of time going there. Uh, I do think that when we find this stuff surfacing, it's important to pay some attention to it, whether we just jot something down and look at it later, uh, pull out the photograph that got our attention, put it somewhere where we can reflect on it later. Uh, it, it's helpful to acknowledge your feelings when they come up so that you can look at them at a time that's more appropriate. Because that's all part of self-care. The evening can be very revelatory. We can get inspired by something, uh, want to pursue something we hadn't thought about before. This, overall, it can be a day that has a lot of information that comes from it, even though some of that information may be something that will take a while for us to process. February the 3rd, Friday, has similar energy to the day before. One thing that is radically different, however, is that there's a picture in the sky between the sun and Uranus, a square, a 90-degree angle, which can show something out of the blue occurs, something unexpected. This can be a world event. If it's hitting a point on your horoscope, it can be personal. Um, whether it's negative or positive or neutral, that depends on other factors at play. But the main piece about this to state is that if you do experience something that unseats you or throws a upset in, the most important piece here is to, again, check in with yourself emotionally. How am I reacting? Why am I reacting this way? And what is the proper response? Because how we react and how we respond can be very different, especially if we are conscious of the reaction and make a decision that we'd rather do another kind of response. The moon goes void, of course, at 1.19 a.m. on Saturday the 4th. And when it's void, of course, it's just for a couple of hours until it enters the sign of Leo. And once it enters the sign of Leo, this can be a very fun weekend. The most important piece about this weekend is don't let your don't let your responsibilities go astray. So we can have fun. It can be highly creative. It can uh, we can allow ourselves to do things we're curious about. We want to explore. On Saturday the 4th, because there's a Venus-Mars square in the sky, some of us may feel as though certain things we're attracted to 
um, are radically against what we'd really like to do. So one of the pictures I get in my head is, okay, I want to go to bed early because I'm going to get up the next day, but wow, I really want to go hear this band play and it's not even going to start until 10 o'clock. So that kind of energetic schism is something that we can work with depending on what's making sense for us, but we just need to be aware that it is a schism. It's temporary, but some of us may feel it more acutely than others, depending on where Venus Mars is falling in our personal horoscope and how much we want to hear that music. <laughs> and the moon does not go void, of course, until uh, Monday when we speak again. But what I do have to say is that Sunday is the full moon in the sign of Leo. And it happens exactly at 1.29 p.m. It's at 16 degrees Leo, 41 minutes, if you know your personal horoscope. And so the Leo moon is getting lit by the Aquarius sun. And this is a pretty hot and dynamic full moon because... Leo Aquarius is a polarity that is a very exciting dynamic. Uh, the signs seem very different. The Aquarian energy being cool, detached, uh, analytical, um, everybody's friend, but doesn't necessarily the phrase about Aquarius is I love uh, humankind it's people I can't stand <laughs> and so Aquarius Aquarius energy always is a bit detached it's interesting it happens in the northern hemisphere in the middle of winter so it's this kind of frozen energy that one of the things that's deceptive about Aquarius is, is that people will think, oh my God, you know, suddenly this happened and they suddenly did that. Well, anyone who has a lot of Aquarian in their makeup knows that they don't really do anything that sudden or spontaneous. What happens is they're mulling on something or considering something for quite some time and no one necessarily knows about it or they're analyzing it. And then suddenly, to the outer world, they do something seemingly spontaneous. Kind of like when you think about the frozen when suddenly the icicle falls off the roof. But the sun has been working on that icicle. So in this case, the Aquarius sun is lighting up that Leo moon. And so Leo energy is getting a lot of attention, basking in audience. And the piece that's so 
so important on this. If you're feeling the adulation is, can you measure up to what that adulation is about? So that's the responsibility piece. So overall, this can be a terrific weekend. Just make sure if you're jumping up to be part of a dance performance that you practiced. And now I turn it over to Susie. Thank you so much. And um, I also sometimes think, Pam, is, I don't know if this is right, but I always think of courage with Leo, courage of the lion. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's the heart energy. Absolutely. That's so, Leo. Yeah, I find, I find that we need to really keep courage very much forefront, especially with all of the things that are happening this year and all of the changes that that maybe so is that okay if we do our meditation on courage this week oh yeah absolutely I always think of the cowardly lion in the wizard of oz who yeah. really was tremendously courageous because he was motivated by love mm. and that's leo okay love it <laughs> thank you okay everyone let's do our 10 minute meditation Let's become the courageous lion. I can feel my whiskers. <laughs> I can feel my, my big fluffy lion ears and my mane. <laughs> so just take a few moments, take a few breaths and bring the energy into, into your heart center and into your solar plexus as well. So. The solar plexus is where the ribs come together at the xiphoid process. Those two chakras are actually very close. They're in terms of the chakra system, they're the closest together. Uh, and the solar plexus being the sun and being courage and being your, your personality, your identity, your ego, and then the heart, just a little bit above it, of course, your heart being love compassion, loving kindness. The solar plexus, beautiful, brilliant, vibrant yellow. The sun, the heart energy in the system that we're working with is the color green, like the color of life, the color of new life. So just concentrate on those two places in your own body. And if you like to, you can put your palms, your hands. I like to put my actual palm on the chakra, not my hand, so that the fullness, the roundness of my palm really covers the chakra, one on top of the other. And as we feel the heat of our hands, feel literally your confidence, your bravery, your courage to be here, to be here now, especially on this at this time on the planet when we really are going through tremendous change, tremendous change on all levels 
the great awakening of many people on a spiritual level. It takes a lot of guts to be here now and to be here and stay in our heart energy and to be here not as a victim, not to be complaining all the time, not to be afraid all the time, not to be full of fear of this and that, the world, the cosmos, me, my family, everything, but to be here as a courageous leader, to be here as a beacon of light, to be here in some cases, you might be the sun in your community. You might be the one that radiates hope, life, understanding, kindness. You might be the one that's setting the bar. You might be the one in your family. Maybe you're leading a country. Be that person that meets their fears, meets everything that might be scary. Meet it, see it, acknowledge it, go all the way, become friends with it. If you are afraid of that saber-toothed tiger, walk up to that tiger, look at that tiger. Look at its eyes, look at its ears, look at every single hair, look at its teeth. Go inside the tiger, be eaten by the tiger. Allow ourselves to really become one with our fear. Allow ourselves to really befriend what we are afraid of. And what we can see is after many, many years of being afraid of something, we kind of reach a, a stagnant point where we're just afraid of it. We don't think about it much more. We probably avoid it most of the time. We stay away from it. Or perhaps we ruminate on it every day, every night, we're trying to go to sleep. We just replay it again and again and again like a broken record our fears, our anxieties. So take those fears, take those anxieties, take those things that scare you, that keep you up at night, that, that, that you are afraid of, and put them in front of you. And what's the worst thing that can happen? Imagine the worst thing that can happen. You die, I die, we all die. This happens, pain happens, suffering happens. These are all the things that we're afraid of. Pain, loss, suffering, destruction, death. All of these things, they're real. They're of the 3D world. But we, you, me, we are all endless 
beginningless. We are all infinite consciousness. And everything around us, everything that we see, that we feel, that we experience, is literally impermanent. It's the play of our mind. And the more and more we recognize this impermanence, the more and more we recognize our infiniteness, the more courageous we become. Feel that courage in your solar plexus. Feel that courage in your heart. Experience it as a strength, as a power, as a motivation that sends you in the direction of doing good in this world, of doing good not just for yourself but for others, doing good for all beings everywhere when we're not so caught up in ourselves, when we're not neurotically caught up in ourselves, when we do things for others, when we become very selfless, we also become more and more courageous, less anxious, less fearless. Feel that courage within yourself to be strong, to be powerful, to be able to be here now in this play, in this giant movie that we're in, the creation of our minds, of our consciousness, knowing that we are here now as beings of infinite light beings of infinite ability, capability, infinite joy, and that we can bring this in every moment into our day. And as you feel that strength in your being, send it out as we do to all beings everywhere. Courage, courage to be here now, courage to adapt to change, Courage to always hold heart, love, absolute loving kindness at the centre of everything we do. And as we gently take a few deep breaths, fueling that courage within us, with every breath we fuel the courage. And as we gently open our eyes, sending these good wishes to all beings everywhere. Thank you so much, Courageous Pam. Thank you, everyone, courageously for listening to us every week. We hope you have a courageous week and see you next week for um, February. Lots of love, love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell 
of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.